0: You're listening to the Metro LA Podcast, an official podcast of the LA International Church of Christ. Hello, my soul sisters. It's good to be here. Um, I wish I could see you. I'm not seeing you, but it's good to see you. Um, I'm so thankful for this platform. So thankful that we get to have this time together to study God's word and focus on him and our relationship with him. And uh, it's really been great to have all the different women that have spoken and all the 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 personalities and different um, lessons that they've learned, all the things coming together so we can learn from each other and and grow together. It's been really, really amazing. so, you know, I, I've been thinking about everything going on in the world, and as you guys know, it's so crazy. Um, still so crazy. How, that's, that's very interesting. We're going on the second year now. <laughs> anyway, it, it's crazy, but it reminds me of Second Corinthians, uh, chapter one. Um, He has delivered us from such a deadly peril and he will deliver us again on him. We have set our hope. Um, You know, I I was just thinking of all the different things in the news, um, all the crazy things that are going on. And, um, you know, we, we still have covid. We have friends and very close, very close friends, family who are sick or who have been in the hospital Um, who have died from uh, many different things. And, you know, we have the crazy politics stuff going on hate crimes, um, vaccines, you know, whether to get them or not to get them. We have documentaries on the ocean being destroyed. Our food is contaminated. Even aliens. And, and it's kind of weird that aliens are at the bottom of that list. It's like, oh my gosh, this is a crazy year if aliens are at the bottom of the list. But, you know, I mean, I'm saying it all kind of lightly right now, but I know there are times where I feel all of this. I feel like I'm wondering, you know, for my kids, for my grandbaby who, you know, is here right now. Um, what kind of world this is? What is what is this all about? And and yet I have to grab on to faith, grab on to God being with us. Um you know, hear how it says I love that. It's you know, I mean, it says, you know, pressures far beyond our ability to endure. You know, I, I think sometimes we feel this way, that it is beyond our ability to endure. But it says that this happens, that we might not rely on ourselves like this is how we experience God's goodness and God's faithfulness and God's compassion and his care for us in that in these times where we have no answers ourselves, God gives us help and God gives us answers. Um, you know, it says that um he has delivered us from such a deadly peril and he will deliver us again on him. We have set our hope. And, you know, that to me. Feels exactly like the answer. <laughs> this is the answer. On God, we set our hope. Even though all these crazy things are happening and we can't do a whole lot about them, we need to, we must set our hope on God. Um, you know, one of the things that, um, I, I, I want to address just a tiny bit is I, I think one of the underlying, um, threads, I guess, one of the things that seems to weave through all these things is how much our unity, our love, our friendship, our families um, are being attacked right now. How um, Satan is really trying to divide us. And, you know, I, I think that we need to hold on to the people we love. We need to to love and care for them. You know, I well let's look in First Corinthians 13 real quick. Um and I just I just want to read it just to remind us what we're supposed to be focused on. Um in 131 it says, and yet I will show you the most excellent way. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains but do not love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship and and that I may boast— but rejoices in the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Um, You know, I, I read this scripture because so many of these things that love is, we are being called to use right now. Um, to be patient with each other, to be kind to each other, to, you know, not dishonor anyone, you know, and, and I think about um, how important that is. You know, I, I was reading this article about our our mindset, how when we think of a people as my people, we can we are very likely to do these things. When we think these are my people, we will be more patient. We will be more kind. We will be more humble. Yet when we think they're not my people, they're not my people. I don't like those people for whatever reason. And there's many reasons right now to think that way. But whenever we separate ourselves like that, whenever we cut off these people, then we are less likely to do these things that the scriptures say is love. And, you know, I think it's really important that in the tough times, in the hard times where it's hard to love, that we are people who do love, that we're not the people who just go with the flow, who just give in, who gossip, who slander, who talk badly about others, who just get Gar, you know bombarded by all this negative thinking we need to be the people who hold on to God's word who bring love everywhere we go and you know and that doesn't mean we can't say what what is truth or what is honest or what is real but say it in love speak speak clearly um, so you know I think um, in all of this chaos In all of this craziness, I think it's important to remember, first of all, that God feels this way about us. He's patient with us. He's kind to us. He is not self-seeking because he would have ditched us a long time ago. You know, he is all these things to us. And this is our spiritual worship that we be this way with each other and the people around us um but you know this is i love this scripture um the first one we were reading it says that you know we that we might not rely on ourselves but on god who raises the dead we have never seen anyone raised from the dead we have never seen this happen in our lifetime only god can raise the dead and he does and this is Pretty amazing that he's that powerful, that he goes that far beyond what we have ever seen fixed. Um, he is with us and he will be with us when we embrace his word, when we embrace his love. So, um, you know, in, in verse eight, it talked about, um, I, I tell you these things so that you are not uninformed. Um, you know, it's it's not good to be living in a bubble. You know, Second Corinthians one eight through ten is what I'm referring to. In verse eight, um, it wouldn't be good to live in a bubble, thinking everything is perfect, everything, nothing goes wrong ever. But it doesn't mean we have to dwell on all of the garbage that's going on. And I don't think it's good for us. I don't think it's good for our hearts. I don't think it's good for our minds to be dwelling on all the things that aren't going well. Um, in Philippians 4, 4, um, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, Think about such things, whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me put into practice and the God of peace will be with you. You know, I I know I have spent a lot of time in my life worrying <laughs> and I am really On a mission to not not do that anymore, but to rather focus my mind on what is good to rejoice in the Lord always, even through hard, hard, hard stuff to rejoice in the Lord, to train myself to know that he's always good. He's always right. He always provides for us to to know that life is hard. Sometimes life is great sometimes and to not despair when things are really hard, but to remember that God is good. You know, and I like that it says, let your gentleness be evident to all. I think it's kind of funny that it says this because it doesn't really seem to match, but it does match. Because when we're anxious and when we're not rejoicing, we're not gentle. Um, We can try to take things into our own hands, command things, do things, push things. And that's not how God wants us to be. I mean, I think we need to remember God is near. God is with us. Um, You know, and I can't remember if I said this the last time I spoke, but I did realize that I was always praying for God to be with me. Like if I was going to go in a situation, God, please be with me. God, please be with me over here. Be with me over here. Be with me here. Be with me right now, whatever it was. And I finally realized, you know what? You're asking for something all the time that God already told you he's doing. So stop asking. He's already with you. He's with you. Okay. Stop asking. He's with you. And so now I will pray, you know, I want to know you're with me, believe it, act like it, feel like it, live it, um, because he is with us. God is with us. Um, in verse eight, he says, you know, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, you know, we've got to spend our time talking about what's true, what's good not what's a lie, not passing on the lie that we heard someone else tell or the falsehood that someone else told, but hold on to the truth. You know, whatever is noble, when people do noble things, stop and realize how great that is, how awesome that is, how amazing it is when people live in this way to be noble. Whatever is pure, whatever's right, You know, I when I thought of this word pure, I just thought of our little grandbaby. You know, she's only six months old. She's just pure. She she's just a little tiny baby that has not been corrupted yet. She she is exactly the way God created her. And, you know, I think sometimes we pass by pure things and we don't really realize how amazing it is to have Purity to have things that are pure around us. Um, it says whatever is lovely or admirable, you know, the lovely things around us, you know, to stop and smell the roses. And I know that's a very old, corny phrase, but really it makes a lot of sense. To stop and smell that beautiful rose that is blooming right in front of you instead of walking by it. You know, or to notice the trees, the birds, the sky, the clouds, the wind, the breath, the just everything around us. To be present, to acknowledge the good things that God has done is really important. For our spiritual health, for our mental health, for our, our lives, to have a good perspective. And if we're not doing that, if we're not living this way, and I, and I think the reason why, you know, this list is here, because it's so easy to live in this other list that I read before. All this stuff that's happening in the world. But this list is not as easy to live in. You know, I don't think there are very many people who focus like this. Whatever is admirable, if ad, adm, admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, you know, think about such things. Think about these things. Catch yourself when you're not thinking these things, when you're thinking, when you're worrying, when you're complaining, when you're comparing, when you're wanting more, when you're dissatisfied, when you're impatient, when you're angry, when you're complaining. I think this is what we need to draw ourselves back to. And then no matter how crazy this world gets, We will have at least some sanity within our own minds, within our own hearts um, to be able to go forward. Um, You know, and then at the at the bottom, it says, I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I'm in need. For I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstance. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who gives me strength." You know, this is our hope. This is our answer for what's going on right now all around us. This is what we focus on. This is what we train ourselves to think about. Um, I wrote down a few things that I thought would be good for us to do. Um, the first thing I thought was, you know, write five things you're grateful for every day. Just take the time, you know, whether it's in the morning or at night when you go to bed. Um, write down five things that you're grateful for. It helps you to focus on the good things that are happening, the blessings you have, the good people you have around you. Um, but write down five things. And then um, this one is OK. This one is um, good. Um, Kind of reminds me of Greg Sewell But um, it, you know Wake up in the morning Plant your feet on the ground And say This is the day The Lord has made I will be glad And rejoice in it And okay that sounds religious I know But honestly It is so true This is the day That God has made I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. That's a decision. That's a purpose. That's a direction for your life. I recognize that this is the day that God has made and I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. It's a surrender in uh first corinthians six twelve and first and 1 corinthians ten thirty two it says well first corinthians six twelve says i have the right to do anything you um i have the right to do anything you say but not everything is beneficial i have the right to do anything you say but not but i will not be mastered by anything and then in ten thirty two it says You, I have the right to do anything you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything you say, but not everything is constructive. And you know, I think these are good, um, scriptures for us to realize, you know, that we have a lot of things we can do. We have a lot of rights that we can, um, claim. But not everything is beneficial. Not everything is constructive. And so, you know, we need to watch our minds, watch our thoughts, watch our words, watch our actions right now. Um, be diligent in doing what is good and focusing on what is good. So, sisters, I hope this has helped you. I, I hope it inspires you, gives you some good things to think about through the weeks and And I I hope you'll put it into practice. So love you. Have a great day. You've just listened to the Metro LA Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit MetroLARegion.com.